sisters, it's time to live with intention, embrace your unique beauty, and grow spiritually. Katrina, life enthusiast and author, will share with you empowering messages and motivations that will help you master belief in yourself and to walk in your purpose. Welcome back. Welcome back to Beautifully Seasoned. This is Katrina joining you once again. You know I have something to talk to you today about, like I always do. We are going to talk about the marvelous midlife. Now, you know this whole midlife thing is something to get used to. And especially when it finally sinks in. And it's like, okay, I'm midlife now. <laughs> us don't even think of it that way but yeah that is what we're going to talk today about I have some things I want to share with you some revelations that I kind of came across that I thought might can help you in your journey and even if you're not midlife sometimes it's good to know what is around the corner and so I'm hoping that you find value in it so first of all you know I'm gonna share with you what I'm drinking and so I am drinking this morning. Yep, I am back on my carrot juice kick. I am. The summer is about to come up. I'm still trying to keep getting my immune system up to par. Okay, we want it to be at optimum level. And so I have cold carrot juice in my wine glass this morning. And so I hope that you have something that you like to drink sitting next to you with your fuzzy slippers on, just sitting back chilling and hearing the message for today. I also want to share with you uh, two scriptures for, for your spiritual garden. And the first one is from Romans chapter 15 verse, I think this is verse 13. And it says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And I love that uh, scripture, like I do all of them, okay? But I love this because it's filling your hope with joy and peace. And so the whole journey with midlife is that we want to maintain that joy. We want to maintain that peace in our lives, even though our bodies are changing, our minds are changing, and a lot of times our environments are changing as well. And I have another scripture for you. Now, this is actually one of my favorite scriptures. I know you've heard it before, but it is from Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. And so, of course, that gives us hope as well that everything is in God's plan. And so even at your point that you are in your life right now, that all falls into God's plan. And I believe if we kind of remember that and we be mindful of that, that some of the other things that happen in our life, we won't just buckle under pressure. 
and it won't bother us as much because we know that God's plans are to prosper us and not to harm us. And sometimes we we don't see that in the midst of going through a storm or going through a trial. We don't see how this is to prosper me. How is this, this hurtful feeling prospering me? But it is because during that time we are growing uh, we're going, hopefully we, we're going, uh, getting more connected to God. And then it's some kind of growth process that we're going through that get us to a different level. And so, yeah, let's talk about marvelous midlife. Now, you know, when I was first um, deciding on this, I uh, came across this uh, quote and I said, oh, wow, this really just gives me hope and it's encouragement. And it just, it, it made me feel good and sad. And I'm just going to say it made me feel fuzzy and warm and sad. I've heard that said before, but I want to share with you this quote. And this quote is from uh, Aaron, last name is Aaron. And I just thought that it was just beautiful. And I, and I, and it actually, um, it just sums up what we're going to talk about today. When you find the courage to change at midlife, a miracle happens. Your character is opened, deepened, softened, and strengthened. You are now ready to create your legacy. And I just love that because it really does remind me that in this time of life, and even through my life journey, is that we are creating a legacy. What are you going to leave behind? What is it something good that you deposited into the earth? What gifts, what uh, encouragements, what what type of uh, service did you contribute to the world? And so now it's time to start thinking about that legacy. What are What is your legacy? So yeah, let's continue on. We're going to be talking about the marvelous midlife. And so, you know, I got to do it. I have to go. I have to go there. I do. I have to talk about midlife crisis. And so we know we've heard about it before. And I'm going to tell you my, my view on midlife crisis. When I see a sister, I always told my daughters, if I have the baby girl t-shirt on, you know how the baby girl t-shirt that we see some teenagers walking around <laughs> pull me aside and give me a little talk because I know that that is just not fitting. I, I know for me and I'm not one to judge, but if I had a baby girl, a uh, baby girl t-shirt on, it's something wrong and I probably are going through a midlife crisis. Okay, but midlife crisis is not only through that of what you wear, but it could be uh, triggered by many things. And first of all, let's define midlife crisis. A midlife crisis. No, first of all, let's go back and determine what ages are midlife. Now, I've done research and they said from 30 on to 50 is midlife from 30 to 50. And I was thinking, I was like, 30, 30 is young. That's not midlife. So for my definition, I'm going to say midlife is half of a hundred. Okay. So let's go with that. Half of a hundred is 50. And I would say 50 on will be midlife. And I guess with 40, you kind of creeping in there a little bit, but I would say basically around 50, 50 ish. Okay. So let's, that's just my definition, but I mean, it, it could be different. It could be a woman in her forties that's just really starting to 
kind of evaluate her life and and really kind of come to terms that she's getting older. And we know that that's basically what midlife a midlife crisis is. So it is a struggle with your mortality. How long do you have to live? What does your future look like? And am I enough? And so I wanted to say this too. We've looked at the elderly people and we've seen them, uh, you know, and, and we look at elderly as being frail. We look at elderly as being lifeless. They have no joy. They're grumpy. Uh, we have our own conceptions about uh, the elderly. And even though I know that you might have people in your life who are elderly, who don't have those qualities, but I think overall, sometimes we look at elderly as just being something that we pity them. You know, it's kind of like, okay, your life is coming to the end, end, you've lived your life, and that's all there is. But I'm here to tell you that your best years are years that are in front of you. And I've seen some powerful, I'm telling you, some elderly people that are out there that's, that are movers and shakers. They are still doing their thing. And so let's keep that in mind when we think about the elderly, because we're starting to adopt that uh, that definition or that assumption as we get older. And maybe that's one of the reasons why that midlife kind of starts to be hmm, a tarnish. It starts to be a stain that we can't get out. And of course we can't because we're still alive. So let's think about midlife crisis as a struggle with your mortality. Like I said before, you start to think, man, how long do I have left to live? I'm getting up there. What does my future look like? You know, how how is it going to be five years from now, 10 years from now? You know, how am I going to be financially, um, relationally? What What is it going to look like in my life? And am I enough anymore? Oh, yeah, I was really swinging them hips and I had it all going on in my 20s and 30s. But now that I'm older, what am I enough? Am I going to be enough? So, yeah, let's look at that. Here are some uh, reasons why um, you might be triggered to go into a midlife crisis. Like they might just, you know, you just start to really start to deep, uh, deeply ponder on your mortality and, and what does life have left for you? Health issues. Now we know as we get older, as our body get older, okay, we've been working this body for many years. And so, yeah, some things might come up. Maybe we've been neglecting our health and who hasn't sometimes. So whatever that health issue is, and you know, of course we've heard a lot about bre- breast cancer. So we've heard about women who are experiencing breast cancer, diabetes, uh, hypertension, uh, a host of all kinds of illness. Uh, ailments. And so, of course, that will start to make you think about how long do I have to be here? You know, that midlife, that, that, just that, that sorrow that comes with, you know, do I have enough time? And what does my future look like? Okay. So yeah, that can actually trigger midlife, a midlife crisis. And then also divorce. And so what a divorce is, of course, we all want to be married for a long time. No one goes into marriage thinking that they will have a divorce or have to go through a divorce. But in the event that you do, and I'm speaking from experience, you just don't know. Um, 
And so then you are faced with, okay, what is it going to look like for me? You know, am I going to be alone all my life or am I going to find someone or someone find me? Um, and I will actually be in a healthy relationship. I'm going to share with you, and this is going to be a long one today that I did speak to a, a general practitioner doctor. And she informed me that the highest rates of STD is not with the younger uh, generation, it's with the older generation. The highest percentages of STDs that she has been uh, confronted with or has been diagnosed in her, in her practice has been for women 50, older, 40, 50, 60, and up. And so that was astounding news to me because I'm thinking that we're more responsible, but I do think that, I don't know, I just see a desperation sometimes in some women. And even though I kind of understand that if you are single and you just want that companionship, I think that we just sometimes settle and then our desperation, we just kind of out there and you know what, don't get me wrong. I know that we have needs. I know I know, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm a sexual being too. I do, and I have nothing against sex. Believe me, I don't. But I just think that there, of course, there's some wisdom involved as you go out and when you meet people. And I think that sometimes as we get older, we just start settling. and We just settle for that brother. And we know that brother don't mean us no good. We know that brother is, is, is uh, you know, not working and not really contributing or he's going around with two or three or four different women and we just settle in because, hey, he comes around and we just do the thing and we talk and everything, but we know what he does when he leaves us. And with that settling, of course, that comes with the STDs because he's, he's going around with different women. And so, yeah, divorce and being single and that whole thing can bring around a bring about a midlife crisis, which can make us make those decisions that maybe not be healthy for us. And so, yeah, hmm. milestone birthday. Okay, I got my finger, my hand up. I was saying finger. I got my hand up because I did uh, just uh, celebrate my 60th birthday. And you know what? I am just so happy and grateful. I really am. And I know someone pulled me aside and said, girl, you're not supposed to tell anybody your age. And I remember even in my 30s, I used to say, you don't need to know my age. That's a woman's secret. A woman doesn't tell her age. I don't care. I told it. I was like, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling happy. If you do not like it, I'm talking to the men out there. If they don't like it, they feel I'm too old or 60. Oh, what? Uh, then good. You just go about your business. But I just, I was just grateful. And so I was just celebrating and I declared it. This is what I am. And I love it. And I love, love how I'm feeling. And I love what God is doing in my life. So a milestone birthday candle, on the other hand, make you feel like, man, I'm getting old. And you know what? I did go through that a little bit. Then I snapped out of it. <laughs> I snapped out of it because I was like, oh, I'm so grateful. It just replaced with gratefulness. So I'm like, oh, I'm so grateful. I'm still alive. I'm still doing good. I'm feeling healthy. I'm just grateful. And so with a milestone birthday, though, sometimes we look at it as, wow, this is another year. And what is my future going to look like? And I'm getting older. And 
you know, it's all in, I think, on how we look at it. And once again, in comparison to what we think of as the elderly, and we start to associate that, those perspectives that we come up with. And a lot of times they come from society anyway, you know? So yeah, milestone birthday could bring about midlife crisis. And you know what? I'm trying to think, hmm. I know I've went through a midlife crisis in some kind of way, maybe over shopping, you know, just trying to spew up, spew up myself a little bit more, maybe. Um, so yeah, but I don't know if that's really considered a crisis. Um, and a loss of a loved one. Now, definitely I can imagine how that could bring about that midlife uh, that struggle that you're thinking about. What is my future going to look like if you lost an, a significant other? Um, and ha- you know, just how the grieving process of how can I go on without this person? And I'm older now. And what is my life going to look like? I can imagine that. I can imagine that being part of it. Um, okay. A feeling of urgency to achieve more and create meaning in life. Now, yeah, I don't think that's a crisis, but I think that sometimes we do. We say, okay, I got to go out. Maybe this time I'm going to get my doctorate degree. Okay. Maybe this time I'm going to go out and I'm go- I am going to lose that 25 pounds um, and to create that meaning in your life more of whatever that is that maybe you've always wanted to do but you never did it. And it's always been in the back of your mind and you just kind of dust it off and say, okay, it's time for me to bring that back to life again and really move on with these ideas. And I guess you could say for me, I've always wanted to do a podcast, but I kind of put it aside. I didn't think I knew what to do with it. I didn't know what to say. And then going through a lifestyle change myself kind of prompt that courage to say, okay, I do have a lot to say and a lot that I want to share. And so I am going to do this. And so, yeah, I I believe that that's a positive part of midlife, um, that you want to achieve more. You want to create more meaning in your life. You see your life as being like you're trying to create that legacy. You want to leave that legacy. Okay. Midlife crisis moodiness, irritability, unhappy with your life. Now, you know, in midlife that can happen, you know, you know, just like, uh, I'm just, I don't, I don't like my life (laughs) for whatever it is. And I think too, it's a life you've been living, but with that midlife comes in, it's like you become more aware of your life. Like, am I really happy? Is this what I really want? You know, and then of course, if you're unhappy, you get irritable and everybody like, what's wrong with you, girl? You just snapping on everybody. You need to chill. You need to sit down somewhere. And that is part of that, that you're just moody and you're unhappy. And let me tell you, some of that could be, you know, going through menopause as well and your body changing and those hormones and everything. And that's going to be on another podcast. So you got to tune in for that one. But yeah, the moodiness, you're irritable, you're unhappy with your life. I know that you met people, and I have, that are just kind of like Nancy. That's like a bad attitude. You know, it's okay, sister girl. I just asked you a question. You know, you don't have to go there, you know, or someone, their fuse is lit. It's just like they ready to snap at you the first thing. And so, yeah, that's part of that. Like, I'm just not happy. 
bored, bored, you're bored and you lost your passion for a life. And so with the midlife crisis, you see that you're getting older and it's just like, I'm just bored. And it's just like, you feel doom and gloom. And I do uh, know someone who has experienced that. It's like, what else is there? You know, I, I'm just bored. I don't have anything to do. I don't have anything in my life that brings fulfillment and I've lost that passion for life. And so, yeah, we're going to talk about that because we could revitalize that passion. It's still there. It's still deep inside of you, but we're going to just kind of bring it to life again, breathe some life into it. Okay. And then also midlife crisis could be the extreme changes in dress and weight. And so either you're going to be dressing over baby girl t-shirt, the leggings with the baby girl t-shirt. Okay. <laughs> and I'm not one to judge, but leggings and a short uh, baby girl t-shirt. And you 50, 60, 70. I don't know. Now, you know, you're going to the gym. You might want to do that. You you know how you feel in it. And you know what? I, I guess I'm going back and forth with this because I'm like, whatever you feel like at this point in your life, it's not about what other people think. It's about what you think about. But sometimes it's, it, the extreme changes do kind of, uh, uh, you know, they kind of like too much. Okay. So either you overly dressing, you overly doing everything or in your, your uh, weight, you either uh, losing a, a tremendous a lot of a tremendous amount of weight, or you gaining a lot of weight, and you're not taking care of yourself physically. You're not, you know, dressing, you know, decently. You just got, you know, just throwing on anything. Um, I'm gonna have an example of wearing a pajama uh, bottoms at the store with your house shoes. It's like in your bonnet on your head, and you're just walking in there, and you go get your greens, and you go get your smoked meat. And you're going to just come on out of there. Okay. So yeah, you know, just not really caring about how you present yourself. And once again, I'm saying this, that it's not about what other people think, but it's almost like how you present yourself to the world. And yeah, I mean, you could play with that a little more on how that would, um, how, it, how that would be, you know, for you, for you. So let's talk about a sign, some more signs of a midlife crisis. Okay. We talked about the gaining weight, uh, apathetic. You lost motivation about what you don't, you don't care about anything. I don't care. I just don't care. I mean, you just lost all of that low self-esteem. You don't think you're enough. And so that goes back to, I'm going to just date anybody. I'm going to sleep with anybody. Um, you know, um, I don't have any standards. Um, and you know, I don't have that self-respect anymore or, I, you know, you don't respect me and I just tolerate it because I'm desperate and because I don't feel like I deserve any better. Okay. Um, of course we talked about the being obsessed over your appearance or neglecting yourself. Um, also listen to this. Now I do my research and this is something I've heard of too, that you have a lot of headaches and, um, uh, gastrointestinal issues. So you have a lot of problems with your stomach and a lot of headaches. And sometimes that could be linked to depression. And so, yeah, think about that. Um, and then with that also it's insomnia is that you're not getting enough sleep. And so 
it, or you're not getting a fluid amount of sleep. I think for me, I want it to be fluid. I want it to be a flow and not have to wake up in the middle of the night. And then of course, if you've, if you've gone, if you're going through menopause, you have the hot flashes. So you're cold and you're hot and you're cold and you're hot. And so all of that could play a part in your insomnia. And so, yeah, that's something to think about. You know, it disrupts your sleep. And then also that can cause irritability in the morning because you ain't got no sleep because you've been up hot, cold, hot, cold all night, or you've been up using the what? Bathroom in the middle of the night. Okay. And then also you regret some choices that you've made. And so, you know what? That could be painful. Because when you do look back on your life, and if you really don't embrace the fact that God has a plan for you, and that everything that happened in your life was supposed to happen, and that you learn from it, you learn and you grow from it, then you regret them choices that you made. And it's too late to go back. The only thing you could do is move forward, but that could tear on you. I, I can imagine that. I mean, I've had some regrets and I'm like, okay. I really, you know, why did I do that? Why did I make that choice? But it's almost like mm, I was at that place mentally at that time. And I had, I made that choice. That was my, to my better judgment at that age. And so we can't ponder on that. We could just move on and learn from it and move on. And then lastly, uh, you feel like you are in a rut in your life. And um, I don't know about you, but a rut is, and I don't know if you've experienced this, but I'm sure all of us have at some point in our lives that you just can't do anything. You just don't feel like you can do anything. Moving on, you just don't feel it. It's just not there. You just kind of, uh, you know, you, you want to move, but you, you just don't move. You stay in that one space, whether it's in a job, whether it's in a relationship, whether it's in your home and you desire something better, but you just decide, you just don't move on it. And sometimes I think that could be due to confidence. I don't know. The energy level that's involved, if you want to move, it's going to take energy. You're going to have to do some work, you know, or it's just a, a host of things that could be your reason for not moving on. And so, yeah, so those are some signs, some additional signs of midlife crisis. So now, girlfriend, we're going to move on from that. The doom and gloom. Okay. We feel a little bad. I was like, okay, uh, I see myself in a couple of them, but now we're going to move on because we're moving on to the marvelous midlife, the marvelous midlife. You hear me? That is what we're going to be talking about. So as we move on. We're going to, you know, first of all, I want to remind you that you have earned some badges. You have earned some badges, sister. You are bad, you know, and I'm going to say this and no disrespect, you are a bad ass. You are a bad ass. You have earned badges. I'm telling you, you have gained wisdom. You have gained confidence and experience through your life. And so no matter what has happened, you have made it to now or else you would not be listening to me. So I want you to wear that wisdom, that confidence, those battles you won, wear it like a crown. Think of how far you've come. Think of how far you've grown, how you've grown in the past years, those battles that you, you, you survived. And you know, take your place at the top, ladies. 
because that is that is real that is real and i wanted to say i lost my place here let's start with going deep inside let's start with working on thyself inside no matter what that is if you feel like you in the you depressed then get a therapist get a therapist if you feel that you need to get connection more connected with god so that you cannot see things on a worldly view you want to see things spiritually because we know if we see it through the world oh my goodness you will be crazy because the world changes its perspective on so many things so you just going on with the world say you going on with the news say of who you are but if you go deeper inside and you be able to rely on God's promises to you and that you are fearfully and wonderfully made and that he knows every strand of hair on your head and that he made you beautiful. He made you beautiful. So, and you are his masterpiece. And so if you embrace that, then you can hold on to that when you feel in those, that having those feelings or when things happen in your life. Okay. So yeah, let's think about that. And then also I wanted to say working on our inner self, our affirmations, of course, getting in our scripture, praying, meditating, really being able to get still and connect with God is really big. And so we want to make sure that we could be still enough to hear God's direction. And I promise you, you will, if you go to him authentically and genuinely what is it as i move on give me the energy give me the passion back that i lost you can do that but then also we have to move on it we have to move on it so after we do that inner that inner work we're going to go into our prayer we're going to go into meditating every day and you know i've said this on my on my podcasts in the past that getting up in the morning i do not leave without before i do anything no social media any of that it's praying devotions and praying and thanking god for another day thanking him for protecting me and loving me and just his favor in my life thanking him for my my family and everyone's doing well and my health and so i do take the time every day to to pray and, and acknowledge that and it reminds me that God is in control. And then I go out and, and kind of do whatever I got to do. But that is first and foremost. And so let's work on that inner self first. Because it, it's, it's a hard world out there. And we already, you know, we've been here. We know. So we have to really do what we have to do to stay mentally healthy. To stay mentally strong. And we are strong. So let's think about that so as we move in ahead let's guess we are past the inner self we know we're going to work on now now you know what appearance does mean something how we present ourselves to ourselves and let's think of it like that we're going to present ourselves to ourselves so when you look in the mirror what do you like do you like yourself? Do you like what you have on? How do you feel when you have it on? Have whatever you have on. Change your appearance. Marvelous midlife. We getting out of that rut. We going into that marvelous midlife. And we changing our mindset. And now we're going to change our, our appearance. It's time 
to it's time to over it's not time to overdress and appease anyone this is not about anyone else you're gonna wear whatever feels you feel good in if you like jeans wear them if you like a dress wear it i think we don't wear too many dresses like we used to and i love dresses especially in the summer they're more cooler and so yeah i would say wear whatever you feel good in you want to wear bright red wear bright red if you want to wear a black dress to work wear a black dress whatever it is that you feel good in and you know you feel good in it it's not about it yeah it's about comfort too and a lot of the fashions out now are comfortable you move around in them better and everything but you know what i love my jeans I know they be a little snug, but I love my jeans. And so, yeah, think about that. Working on your appearance. And so, you know what? I'm going to share something with you that a friend told me like 20, maybe 30 years ago. She said, you know what? Invest in your undergarments. I think sometimes as women that we do kind of overlook our undergarments because nobody see them but us. And long as they clean, that's all we worried about. But invest in your undergarments because that is the fabric that's closer to your body. And I believe when you do have that, those nice sets on, you know, the panty and a bra set and it's pretty in the lace, that it does make you feel good, that you walk in a different way way it just it just feels better and so that is just my i'm sharing on wisdom that was sent that was given to me many 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 years ago invest in your undergarments a lot of times we do forget that and you know what i know about the bloomers i know that they feel comfortable but they got lacy ones too they got lacy bloomers they got lacy big panties. They do. And the lacy bras and the different colors and the polka dots and the lace and all of that. And so, yeah, that is a one way that we can change our appearance. But no one's going to see us but us. No one's going to see it but us and our man. Okay. So, yeah, that is just one um, wisdom, a part of wisdom I'm sharing to you. Accept your past. Whatever's happened in the past, it happened. Yeah, it might have hurt you. Yeah, it was unfair, but we have to accept it. And once you accept it, you're not grieving about it. You're not angry about it anymore. And you're forgiving of it. So whatever it is, you know what, ladies? We know if anybody hurts you in your past, that they're going to actually, it's going to come back to them in a way that we would never even know. So you have to leave that to God to take care of that. But you move on and you don't look back in the past unless it's something good. Oh, yeah. I remember when I went on that trip. I remember when this happened. That's great. Now I'm going to do it again or I'm going to do it better. Next, be daring. Travel someplace you always wanted to go to. And you know what? Go, even if it means traveling alone. And I share with you, when I went on my solo trip to Hawaii, I had a wonderful time. I wanted to go. It wasn't nobody on board, but I said I wanted to go. And at that time, I had the money, so I did it. And yeah, it was a little, I was a little nervous about it. I was, but I said I wanted to do this. And I, I had to go and I did. And I'm so glad that I did. And you know what? It's so funny that my daughter is saying she's taking her first solo trip. So I was like, oh, that's great. And so, yeah, be daring. Travel someplace you want to go. If, if Hopefully it's somebody to go with you. If not, go by yourself. Also, wear a bikini. I'm telling you, next time I get on the beach, 
and not gonna be a lot of people in there. I'm just gonna be like, <laughs> maybe by myself. I'm gonna have a cover up on, but I'm gonna wear a bikini. I'm gonna wear it. Yeah, I'm going to wear it. So yeah, we at this marvelous midlife mindset. Wear it. Go, 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 go someplace. Go, go. Just go, plan it, put that money aside, $5, $10, $25, whatever it is, plan your getaway. You deserve it. Plan it. You talking about you want passion in your life? You trying to get out this rut? You trying to get out this midlife crisis mindset? That means you got to do something different. So that might mean just a change of scenery just for a little while. Be creative. You can paint, you can sew, you can cook, you can sing as long as if, if you finding fulfillment in it. And so I love the sipping paints. And so I just love that creativity. Now, you know, my picture is not going to be like the one that they showing in the front, but that's okay. Cause it's my creative, uh, my creative part in this. It's my creation, uh, in my interpretation of that picture. But I love this, the ambiance of it. I love that, you know, you're sipping on your wine and you just, the music is flowing in the background and you just, you just painting. It's therapeutic for me. If you like to sew, create some things. If you like to cook, go in there and cook up something, girl. Make you a sweet potato cake. Uh, uh, create something new and different. How nice. And somebody, they're going to love it. They're going to love that when you give it to them. Sing. I'm telling you, I love to sing. I don't feel like I can, but I can. You know what I mean? It's like I could sing, but I can't sing. So I can sing to me and I like my singing, but I don't know if I'll be able to get on, uh, what is that, uh, America's, uh, the American show. <laughs> okay. So yeah, do that. Create, be creative in some kind of way in your life. I believe that's going to really get you boost, boost you up. And, and your creative juices are going to start to just kind of sizzle. And you're going to find fulfillment in that. All use music to lift your spirits up, girl. I know you got a, I know you got a playlist. If you don't have a playlist, you need a playlist. I got so many songs on there. Oh, my goodness. I am singing when I'm going to work. I am feeling it. Oh, man. And I love to dance, too. Come on now. I am loving my music. And so anytime I might hear some music, oh, I like that song. And even on TV at the end, you know, when they play those soundtracks, like, oh, I like that. And so I'll look and I'll wait and I'll see, you know, what who who uh who's singing it. And I'll find it, you know, on my Spotify. And so yeah, go ahead and get you a playlist to lift your spirits. Find that song. I love Mary J. Blige's new song called uh, Good Morning Gorgeous. That is so, oh, wow, so stimulating. It's just like get you going. So whatever you need to do to get you out of that midlife crisis, to get you feeling good, energized, rejuvenated, and loving life again. Now, next, this is definitely something I do is that I read personal development books. And so I'm always reading about how to be better, how to think better, how to do better, how to move better. I, I mean, I do that. I am going to have a uh, episode coming up soon about the personal development books that I have read. Uh, some of them I've read and, or listened to. I have them on Audible. They have them on Audible where I might choose, instead of music going to work, I might choose to put my audio book on. 
and I might choose just to listen to that. And so it's all to make me better. And so that's what I'm working on. Me being better from the core, a better woman, okay, from the core authentically. And so that means that I want to take in as much positivity as possible and so that I can somehow vibrate that positivity to the world. And so, yeah, read, take the time to read personal development books. And we already know you are the company you keep. Friends that will uplift, inspire you, inspire you, get rid of the Debbie Downers, or you will sense if someone is not in your corner. You will sense things. And so in that, I would say separate yourself from those people. If you sense sensing something that's just not right. And you sense, and you know what? We got feminine intuition. We already feel if something's not right. And if it's not, then it's okay. You at this point now, honey, you do what you want to do. So you could separate yourself a little bit. Maybe those people don't need to be in your company. You want people who will uplift you and inspire you. This is no time for competition. We're not competing with each other. We're uplifting each other. And so that's important too. So we still got some sisters that's working on that mindset of competition and jealousy. We still working on it. We got people that are working on that. So we we just need to remove ourselves from that because we're trying to get better. People who really genuinely are, are for you, they're not, you know, I, I went through something recently and I was just like feeling some type of way because I'm like, okay, it seemed like y'all talking around me. I don't understand this, but you don't have to understand it. You could just separate yourself. Either you for me, you with me, or you're not. And, you know, uh, that's just the way it is. And lastly, smile, smile. Girl, push that smile out, push it out. No matter how you feeling, if that knee hurting, that toe hurting, I don't care, smile. I'm telling you, when you smile, when you laugh, it really distracts from your pain. It distracts even for a little while. And so smile, even behind that mask, we should see the smiling in your eyes. Smile, smile, push it out, laugh, smile. Um, Yeah, that, that does help. It's almost like you're psyching yourself out. Okay, so yeah, think about that. Now, another thing, think about midlife as being about renewal, not about demise, not about uh, the end or the end is coming. Think about it as being renewed. You're renewing yourself. It's like you're making yourself new again. So think about that and take time to renegotiate your purpose. Whatever your purpose is in life, if you're feeling good about that, then I would say stick with it. But if it's like, man, you know what? I've always wanted to do this and I know my purpose is to do this, then just do it, go do it. And focus on your relationships. Mm, that is sister, sister tribe, that's your man, whatever relationships we focus and see, uh, is this meaning you well? Is this something that that's making you a better person? Are you making them better people? Okay. So think about that and transform the way you think about the world and yourself. I think that we use society as this world encyclopedia, like that, that's, that's what it is, whatever the world says. But we know that the world is is tarnished. The world is stained with so many different perspectives. And we can't gain a sense of self-worth 
by using worldly standards, okay? A lot of times we do. I know we, we are in the world, but we have to rely on God just to let us know what is it that we need and who we are. And so we need to get that established in ourselves. And so, yeah. And lastly, you not too old, girl, and it's not too late. If you always want to ride a motorcycle, do it. If you always want to go back to school, go. If you want to move to another state, go. If you always wanted to start a business, do it. If you want to cut your hair or if you want to wear braids down to your butt, do it. Now is the time. You don't have to apologize or ask permission from anyone. Just do you, sis. Do you. It's okay if they don't like it. It's okay. But it's what you want to do. That is freedom. And to end, I want to say that's what midlife is. It's freedom. It's being free to be whoever you really want it to be. Most of our 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 kids are grown. A lot of them are out of the house or almost, you know, it's very much in the independent right now that we don't have to do a whole lot for them. So now it's the focus is on you and what you your needs are and how you're going to be happy and fulfilled. And in that, I don't mean in a selfish way. We are given, we are nurturers. We have been given the gift to bring a life to this world. And so we will always be there for our family. We will always be there to support and love upon our family. But that doesn't mean that we neglect ourselves. And a lot of times people expect us to neglect ourselves for them. I ask you to recapture yourself back. Come back to yourself. Come back to yourself. She's waiting for you. She's waiting for you to do some things that you've never done before. And don't ever forget that the rest of your life will be the best of your life. The Marvelous Midlife. We're here. It's time. <laughs> okay. I hope that in some way that I encouraged you in some way. I really hope that I did. I am going to do a sh shout out to my Patreons. Um, Taylor and Rose. Hey girls, how are you? Thank you for uh, Patreon, uh, uh, patronizing my uh, beautifully season. If you want to do that, there's many tiers. There's $3 a month, $5 a month, $10 a month. There's benefits to it. Go check out my Patreon page at patreon.com slash beautifully season you. Go check it out. Okay. And support a sister here. I am going to be getting, I'll need microphones. I need so many other things just to continue to bring this podcast to you. And you know, this is my purpose. I really want to do this. So I'm doing this from my heart, but I'm hoping that if you find a value in it, if you find a value in my messages, that you will donate in some kind of way. You know, it's almost like if you're getting some type of inspiration, donate to the podcast. You can also donate through Anchor FM. And so they also have where you can actually donate. Well, no matter what it is, just show me that you're getting some value from this. And so moving ahead, I'm going to say a blessing into your life as you start your day. You are blessed prosperous, redeemed, forgiven, talented, motivated, valuable, free, determined, equipped, empowered, anointed, 
accepted and approved. You're not average and you're not mediocre. You are a child of the most high God and you will become all you was created to be in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. I pray that for you. I really do. I hope that as you move forward, that you will embrace your midlife. You are so beautiful and you are beautifully seasoned. And so, you know what? It takes a lot of years to get beautifully seasoned. And there's something about seasoned food. Doesn't it taste better? Yes, it does, baby. It tastes much better with some seasoning. So you are beautifully seasoned. So remember that as you go around, go out into the world, make sure you walk into your truth. Love you, and I will be talking to you next time. Take care. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Beautifully Seasoned with Katrina. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to share with another sister. Never miss an episode. You will find us on Spotify, Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all other podcast platforms. Check out our website, www.beautifullyseasonedyou.com. Read Katrina's story, Standing Inside Myself, A Journey of Self-Love, Wisdom, Power, and Purpose. Available on Amazon. You can also reach out to Katrina with your comments or life coaching requests to standinginsidemyself6 at gmail.com.